This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International. Pardon me. With the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible. Of the Chronological Bible, episode number. 701, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. We celebrated number 700 last night, thanks to the help of all of my children, but in this case especially Danielle Elizabeth Breedlove White. She is named after my great-great-grandmother. Mother Breedlove. <clears throat> That's what they did back in those days when you called, you had to call your grandmother and your great grandmother by their last name. They told you what to call them, and if you deviated from that, a backhand might come across the right side of your face. On, on, on my mother's side, they don't mind using the backhand. Payow! Anyway, they, 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 people would accuse them of being abusive. My mother, if, if, if my mother was raising children today, she would be in jail. Because they would accuse her of being abusive. And she was not abusive. She was doing what most parents don't do. Because that's how she was raised. The belt. My grandmother Timmy, the sweetest woman you'll ever want to meet. My dad was like her. But uh, you cross her in that yard that she owned. Uh, and you, 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 that you were just there for a little while. And you didn't do what she told you to do. Or you hurt one of your cousins or somebody. Very calmly with a little... Snuff in the mouth, and she'll spit in the cup, and then go over there and, 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 and get me a switch. I believe sometimes she would, she would braid, give me three of them, and I'm going to braid it. She would sit there and braid it while she's talking some sense into your head, very calmly. She never got angry or mad and threw a fit like my Aunt Hattie would do. My Aunt Hattie would come out on the porch with a, just her Brazil on and smoking a cigarette and, and, and it will halfway cuss you out. And then when her mother, my grandmother, would say something to her about what she's doing. Uh, I know, I know, Mom, I know, but these, these Negroes are something <laughs> Yeah, they, they would be accused of, in, in this woke. And do you know there's some Negroes who want to go back in time with this woke foolishness and mess with these people? I saw a black man the other day talking about telling his wife who, she did a backhand on, on her rebellious talking back son. And the black man, he was so upset. We, we promised that we would never hit our children like we were hit when we were growing up. Excuse me. I must take a sip at that. That was comical. It, it might have been in a comedy. And hen picked Harry. He'll be talking about. We're going to go on a campaign to correct all of this oppression. Boy, I tell you, uh, little Miss Megan got his nose wide open. Anyway, I digress. This unique standpoint, this unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement allows us to read. The whole Bible as a single, true, non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history.
Today, my beloved, we're reading, we are reading Second Chronicles chapter 13, verses 1 through 11. And I hope, I thank God for your being with us on this uh, chronological Bible reading journey, which we're taking a long, the long scenic route. And the reason for that is because uh, most of you can't take uh, three chapters in one sitting like this um, in, in this kind of uh, podcast environment or live environment. But I hope that you have started reading the Chronological Bible with us and that we started on December the 1st. We, we have made a few changes and adjustments. Uh, but... Uh, Uh, That's going to lead you to read the Bible about three to five chapters a day. It's okay. If you start doing it, you pray and ask God to help you, it will be beautiful. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and help other people to pray. No matter how they feel or what they think, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and I thank you tonight for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you tonight for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who sits at your right hand, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for the millions, the many, and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. I don't take one blessing lightly. I do not take one answer to prayer lightly. I praise you, Holy Father God, and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years, each and every one. In spite of the devil, in spite of thorns in the flesh, in spite of the demons of hell, Lord, thank you for bringing us a mighty long way as the old saints used to sing. You brought us this far by faith. And Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake tonight, have mercy and grace upon us and forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our failures, and our faults. Wash and cleanse our hearts and minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of Christ. And make us, Lord, to be whiter than the snow on the inside. And Lord, I pray that you would crucify our flesh and the old man within us who are saved. Fill us with the fullness and the power of your Holy Spirit. And deliver each and every one of us from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Help us tonight, those of us who are saved in my family, in this audience, and across this country and around the globe. Help us tonight to humble ourselves and to pray, and to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways, and to repent of our wicked sins. And get back to you, our first love. Lord, I don't know how you tolerate us. But Lord, I thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your love. Uh, It's beyond me and beyond our feeble minds. And Holy Father God, I thank you for it, however. And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of all lost souls, starting with my own wife, Marika White, who has acted like a lost person all day today, yesterday as well. 
and has for 35 years of marriage tried to hinder me in the ministry, tried to hinder these services and everything we do. Even the love letter that I send to my children for some reason, uh, which I make her type and have her to type up. Uh, for some demonic reason, she cannot even stand that. Lord, uh, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell out of her heart, her mind, her soul, and her spirit. I pray that she would humble herself and uh, believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ, and turn away from religion and church and working in the church. I pray the same for her mother, her aunts, her siblings. I pray, Lord, for my mother and my siblings and other people in the family. I pray, Holy Father God, that your Holy Ghost would move mightily uh, in their lives so that they can truly be saved and become new creatures and repent of their sins and not continue in them. And Holy Father God, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Cast out, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I do thank you for allowing me to pray for these things behind the scenes for nearly 35 years, and I thank you, Lord, now for blessing me with the ability to be transparent and to pray about these things because uh, no man wants to pray like I am praying <coughs> about his own wife and family members. And so, Holy Father God, however it has uh, gotten so bad uh, in the lives of these people that uh, I thank you for the liberty to pray for it openly, and I pray that others would join me in praying for them. <coughs> and, and most of all, that people would hear these prayers and start praying for their own family members. And get saved themselves. For if my wife can be lost after hearing the gospel all of these years, <clears throat> anybody could be lost. And we need to examine ourselves and see whether or not we be in the faith. And uh, Holy Father God cast out the satanic, demonic, Judas spirit, Jezebel spirit, Sanballat spirit. Uh, Tobias Spirit, out of my wife, Marika White, uh, all of my family members, wherever they may be, who have that problem, who has that generational curse. And Lord, I know most evangelicals and most people do not want to talk about these things. But they are real and they're happening more and more and worse and worse. And so, Lord, help other people to hear a prayer like this and begin to start praying more boldly themselves about their own families. And Lord, I pray tonight that you would save those who are lost around the world, revive those who are saved around the world, heal those who are sick around the world as you see fit, comfort those who are grieving and mourning around the world, and draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, I do thank you tonight after reading that magnificent passage, that out of this world passage. Uh, nobody before you talked like that. Uh, that is okay to have tribulations and troubles, just make sure we are, have you in our lives and we have overcome the world and we have your cheerfulness and your joyfulness and even take pleasure in infirmities and persecutions, and tribulations. Lord, that's, that's, that's heavenly. That, that is not, that does not come from the devil, that does not come from the earth. And so we thank you for this magnificent passage. And Lord, we believe in it, and I thank you, as I even said in the sermon, that you've given me the grace and the liberty to continue to pray uh, that these things would go away. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray 
that you would lift all of our burdens, those of us who are saved, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears, and fill us with your peace that passes all understanding, your joy unspeakable even tonight. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight that distresses and afflictions, persecutions, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, uh, and tensions that you can deliver us from, Lord God in heaven, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that you would deliver us from and continue to deliver us from. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I thank you for hearing and answering my prayer on some of these things and delivering me from them. Lord, I do not want to delineate them right now so the people would know, but uh, uh, I would not mind doing so, for they hear me pray like this every night. And, uh, and they don't know how that you answer my prayers. I have specific answers to prayer from you regarding some of these things that I pray about. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. Thank you for your holy word that says, Ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be open unto you. I pray also, Lord, tonight deliver us from all those of us who are saved in my family, in this audience, and around the globe. Lord, deliver us from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles, and difficulties that we're facing. Some of the people who hear me pray that don't know that some of those prayers have been answered already. Stage by stage, level by level, here a little, there a little, and I give you all of the glory, praise, and honor. Help them to realize that prayer is real and prayer is powerful. <clears throat> and your holy word is true. And help them to pray. Help them not to take any problem lightly or anything lightly and think it's just a small thing that they must work out when you uh, have made yourself available to work it out for us. What a fellowship. What a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. And so, Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you would bless. No, first I want to thank you for blessing and allowing things to be as well as they are when they could be worse and no doubt should be worse because of our wicked, evil, and ungodly sins, faults, and failures. And thank you for remembering mercy, love, and grace, as you always do, in the midst of chastising us and rebuking us as your people and dealing with those who are not your people so that they can become your people. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would bless and protect my family, especially all of my children, all of my offspring, uh, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, Danielle, Duran, Danielle, and Quasia. Protect us all, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell. <coughs> Lord, throughout this night, uh, where we dwell, as we go from place to place, Surround us as you have for years with your protection, a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Lord, comfort the family of the beautiful little girl who loves pink, who was snatched by a FedEx driver, drivers that I've always thought highly of, uh, just like UPS drivers. They're a certain cut. And so, Lord, comfort that family, comfort those people, and um, thank you for the people who have shown up for them to love on them as well. We pray for the families uh, of the University of Virginia. Lord, I have not even seen any funerals or anything. I don't know. People are just not keeping up with that. Uh, same thing for the University of Idaho students. Uh, 
Same thing for the students who got killed during Halloween week in South Korea. We're just not hearing anything about these things for some reason. So Holy Father God, comfort these families as only you can. And protect us all who name the name of Christ in this audience and all of our family. Uh, in our on-demand audience as well. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels, a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ, and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow. And Lord, have all that we say and do to be done for your glory, your praise, and your honor. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, and for the, and for the glory, praise, and honor of your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, for it is in his name we pray. Amen. I always feel like singing when I pray like that. Preacher, didn't they teach you in Bible college and seminary not to pray like, pray that long in church? Yes, and I've heard that and I've read that. And yes, I pray a long time before services. Have been doing so for years. But in the words of Ruby Gooding. This is a praying time, and there's so much to pray for, and so much to pray about. Uh, I want to pray with you like that, and I want you to pray. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, men and women, in the words of David Jeremiah, men and women, while men and uh, crazy women, brothers and sisters in Christ. That's my favorite uh, greeting. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At Second Chronicles chapter 13, verses 1 through 11. <coughs> Pardon me. Now in the 18th year of King Jeroboam began Abijah to reign over Judah. He reigned three years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Micaiah, the daughter of Uriel of Gibeah. And there was war between Abijah and Jeroboam. And Abijah set the battle in array with an army of valiant men of war, even 400,000 chosen men, Jeroboam also set the battle in array. <coughs> Pardon me. Against him. With 800,000 chosen men. Being mighty men of valor. And Abijah stood up upon Mount Zimraim. Which is in Mount Ephraim, and said, Hear me, thou Jeroboam, and all Israel. Ought ye not to know that the Lord God of Israel gave the kingdom over Israel to David forever, even to him and to his sons, by a covenant of salt? Yet Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, the servant of Solomon, 
the son of David is risen up and hath rebelled against his Lord. And there are gathered unto him vain men, the children of Belial, and have strengthened themselves against Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, when Rehoboam was young and tender-hearted, and could not withstand them. And now ye think to withstand the kingdom of the Lord in the hand of the sons of David, and ye be a great multitude, and there are with your golden calves which Jeroboam made you for gods. Have ye not cast out the priests of the Lord, the sons of Aaron and the Levites, and have made you priests after the manner of the nations of other lands, <clears throat> so that whosoever cometh to consecrate himself with a young bullock and seven rams, the same may be a priest of them that are no gods. But as for us, the Lord is our God, and we have not forsaken him, and the priests which minister unto the Lord are the sons of Aaron and the Levites wait upon their business and they burn unto the Lord every morning and every evening burnt sacrifices and sweet incense. The showbread also set they in order upon the pure table and the candlestick of gold with the lamps thereof to burn every evening, for we keep the charge of the Lord our God, but ye have forsaken him. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word that you have left behind for us so wonderfully written and so powerfully written. Help us to love it more, to cherish it more. Help us to understand it better and to comprehend it better. Help us to <clears throat> obey it and to apply it to our lives. And then, Lord, help us to disseminate it. Help us, Lord, to proclaim your holy word by any means necessary, to proclaim your holy gospel, to teach your holy word, and to... Uh, preach the whole counsel of God. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I laid my burden down. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I laid my Burning down, burning down, Lord, burning down, Lord, since I laid my burning down, burning down, Lord, burning down, Lord, since I laid my burning down, I feel bitter. So much better since I laid my burning down. I feel better, so much better since I laid my burning down. I know I cannot sing, but I laid my burning down. I know that. I cannot sing, but I have laid my burden down. How about you, my friend? How about you? Have you laid your burden down? How about you, my friend? How about you? Have you laid your burden down? Danielle, check and see how many people left me while I was singing. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. 
and to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House Family Devotional Reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. This is the podcast. And this is episode number 614. Uh, Daniel Ezekiel, uh, Daniqua sent hers in. And so we're going to do this one tonight and we'll do the other one that you sent tomorrow. Psalm 119, 53. Horror hath taken hold upon me because of the wicked that forsake thy law. And that's what's happening today. People are horrified because people have forsaken the law of God. And whose fault is that, my beloved? This is not Spurgeon, this is me. God's pastors have failed. They have failed God, they have failed Jesus Christ, not all. Thank God for the faithful few. Thank God for the remnant preachers and pastors. But most have failed God. Most pastors have failed God, have failed Jesus Christ, have failed the church, the people of God, have failed society, have failed this nation, and has failed the world. Because they refuse to preach the whole counsel of God They have refused to preach the gospel. They have been paid off with 30 pieces of silver. And some of the most woke people in the world are pastors and their wives and churches. And that's why we have all of this lawlessness. Don't blame the police officers. The police officers don't have the foundation of the church backing them, telling people how they ought to live and behave and respect the law and obey the law. That's what we're dealing with. They have no foundation. The government has no foundation because the church uh, has forsaken God and has forsaken the word of God. My soul, fillest thou this holy shuddering at the sins, may I add, the crimes of others? I mean, what, 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 are, we, what are we going to do with people in broad daylight? Even a white man went into a Walmart and walked out with like 50 different handbags. He didn't try to hide it. He didn't try to put him in a bag or nothing. He just dragged him out. Like they were his. And what are you going to do with a bunch of hoodlums coming into your store and the people who own the store are trying to keep the customers from trying to stop the hoodlums from stealing from them? Lest they get hurt. And they're not going to do anything. Do do you really want to go to CVS and and Walgreens and everything is behind lock and key? That's what's happening. Walmart said there's so much theft going on now they're going to close down stores. And the prices are going up. For otherwise thou lackest inward holiness. David's cheeks were wet with rivers of waters because of prevailing unholiness. 
Jeremiah desired eyes like fountains that he might lament the iniquities of Israel, and Lot was vexed with the condition of the men of Sodom and Gomorrah, those upon whom the mark was set in Ezekiel's vision were those who sighed and cried for the abominations of Jerusalem. It cannot but grieve gracious souls to see what pains men take to go to hell. My, my, go ahead, Spurgeon. Allow me to say that in your hearing once again, <clears throat> what Spurgeon said. Only Spurgeon can come up with some kind of mixture of words like this, man. It cannot but grieve gracious souls to see what pains men take to go to hell. My, 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 go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon. That's right. They know the evil of sin experimentally, and they are alarmed to see others flying like moths into his blaze. Yea, the blaze of hell. Sin makes the righteous shudder because it violates a holy law which it is to every man's highest interest to keep. It pulls down the pillars of the commonwealth. Go ahead, Spurgeon. That's, that's what's happening. The pillars are being pulled down today. And on top of that, we don't have a foundation. Because the church is woke. Pastors are woke. Pastors' wives are woke. Who influence their pastors to be more woke. Jezebel to Ahab, past Ahab. Sin in others horrifies a believer because it puts him in mind of the baseness of his own heart. When he sees a transgressor, he cries with the saint mentioned by Bernard, He fell today, and I may fall tomorrow. Uh-huh. Sin to a believer is horrible because it crucified the Savior. He sees in every iniquity the nails and spear. How can a saved soul behold that cursed? How can how can a saved soul behold that cursed kill Christ sin without abhorrence? Say my heart, doest thou sensibly join in all this? It is an awful thing to insult God to his face. My, my, my. The good God deserves better treatment. The great God claims it. The just God will have it. Go ahead, Spurgeon, or repay his adversary to his face. An awakened heart trembles at the audacity of sin and stands alarmed at the contemplation of his punishment. Go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon. Go ahead. How monstrous a thing is sin and rebellion. How direful a doom is prepared for the ungodly. My soul, never laugh at sin's fooleries, lest thou come to smile at sin itself, like so many people do. Do you know demon-possessed people, controlled by the devil, smile at sin, they smirk at sin? I've seen it. Have you? It is thine enemy and thy Lord's enemy. View it with uh, detestation, for so only canst thou evidence the possession of holiness, without which no man can see the Lord, go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon, go ahead. He being dead, yet speaketh, shall we pray. Holy Father, God, thank you so much. This amazing devotional along with your holy word that was read earlier is worth the wait. I give you the glory, praise, and honor. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Daniel Ezekiel, we're in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. We did, uh, and I think we're going to be in this passage for the next three nights. Um, because I dealt with fathers for the third night last night. 
Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. As we move over into the family segment, as we move over to what I call the family verses. And this is a part of the family verses, believe it or not. God showed me this many years ago. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Remember now, we talked about in the earlier service how weak we are. And this does not contradict that. This is telling you to be strong in the Lord. Stay prayed up. Believe in the Lord. Stay read up as far as reading the Bible. Depend upon the Lord by faith. Trust in the Lord, not in yourself. For when you trust in yourself, you will fail. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The devil is constantly trying to trick you and to deceive you and uh, to tell you lies and get you off track. Trying to hinder you from serving the Lord and not even to serve the Lord. If I had listened to the devil today after sleeping half the day and I, and if I had hearkened to the voice of my wife and uh, all of that, I would, not, I would not be here tonight. I wouldn't be preaching tonight. And that would have been a sad defeat that the devil would have caused, even working through my wife. Because this has been a, a great service even to me. Both of them have been great services. Verse 12 is where I wanted to get to tonight because if you want your marriage to be protected, you say, didn't you say your wife was a thorn in the flesh? Yes. Been, been a thorn in the flesh every day of my life. For guess how many years? 35 years in a few days. Well, how did you make it work? I didn't make it work. God did. See? See, this is why God talked about how it may, maybe you might have somebody who, who's not saved that you married by mistake or whatever because you thought she was saved or you thought he was saved. If they want to stay, you let them stay and I'll sanctify the whole marriage and your children and the family and everything. Okay? Because uh, marriage is honorable in all. Uh, and so, uh, here's what I learned from the Lord that kept the marriage going for 35 years. You must understand you're not dealing with flesh and blood. You're dealing with a, a greater enemy than your wife or your husband. Verse 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This right here is so vital for the health and the continuance of your marriage. You must get this. Otherwise, if you don't get this and you want to make it all about flesh and blood, all about your husband and wife, which most people do. Isn't it amazing how much you love each other to the point of getting married? Now you hate each other's guts. Listen, that's a spiritual force behind that. That's not just you. The devil made you to be that way. Or made her to be that way. And now y'all are at each other. Think of that. Uh, uh, he's the fault or she's the fault when the devil is behind the scenes laughing at you. God is there too. But you got to work out your own salvation. Uh, and if you don't pray to God without ceasing, you don't obey God, your marriage is going down the toilet and the rest of your life as well. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Stop thinking that way because you're going to lose. Here's how you win. But against principalities, understand that. You're fighting against powers, devilish, satanic powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against 
spiritual wickedness, evil, ungodliness in high places. Demon activity is what you're fighting against. The devil is all about wokeism, which I call deceptionism. He's constantly telling your spouse lies, uh, constantly bringing up stuff, constantly uh, 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 trying to destroy your marriage, making one thing this and another thing that, planting thoughts in each other's minds to the point that you divorce, leaving your three children brokenhearted. And they are brokenhearted. No matter what you buy them, no matter what kind of Christmas gifts, they're sick and tired of being in one home, which is hellacious, with somebody else that they don't even know on Thanksgiving, and another home on Christmas with somebody else they don't know, and you and you all doing the fake smiley foolishness with them. They know you're fake. They can't stand it. And you say, why are you so angry? Why are you so mad? And so forth and so forth, because they're not going to tell you this. But because you all acted like children, my parents act like children and got a divorce when they brought us into this world. Now we got to go back and forth to hell number one and hell number two. That's why they're depressed, defeated, and disgusted, and they really don't want to move. The back and forth garbage from hell, that is the American way, that's from hell. This is why I have told husbands, man up. If your wife wants to leave and take the children, and, and this is a serious situation, let her go and let her have the children. Don't even fight for them. Don't even fight for them. Why? Because you really love them. You truly love them. And if you truly love them, you don't want them to go through the hell of back and forthness. That's hell. That's stupid. It's a constant breaking of their hearts and your hearts. Then you add another devil negro in the mix, male or female. White or black makes no difference to me. That makes it worse because you don't know the joker. Nobody knows this joker. And he wants your daughter to sit, your daughter to sit on his lap and he wants to try to play like the daddy negro. Uh -uh. No, man. Uh, I have, I better never I, I don't I, I better not ever see that or hear that about that. Just like I saw something the other day uh, uh, about some kind of abuse was going on, and the man was walking out of the door. Uh, he was the father. He was walking out of the door on his phone. He said, "Uh huh." I said, "Okay, this happened. Okay, I'm on my way." Uh, call my lawyer because I'm going to need him. I mean, there's going to be a problem, see. And when you have all of that craziness that you cause because you didn't obey the scriptures, that's what you're going to get. Hellaciousness. And people get hurt and people get killed over this. Every day. Just because you don't hear about it doesn't mean it's not happening. So-called stepdaddies get killed every day, messing with uh, a man's daughter, uh, just hugging her, or trying to kiss her. A, a, a negro? Negro. No, no, you better not do that. That's not your daughter. And that's not your son. And you're dealing with people, you don't know which way they go. And, and, and by the time you find what's going on, they have corrupted your child. So let's pray for others at this time. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for the salvation of families that don't know you. And I pray that they will get saved and start obeying your holy word. I pray for families that do know you, but they refuse to obey your holy word, that they will confess their sins and repent and obey your holy word. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, please have mercy and grace upon those of us who name the name of Christ. Lord, you know we have failed you far better than we know. 
Thank you for your covenant that we read about, Lord, this week. That you made with the people on the earth, that you would not flood the earth again. And that we will see your rainbow in the cloud. But we deserve, we deserve to be destroyed and all of us deserve to go to hell. Please forgive those of us who claim to be Christians of our wicked sins of uh, disobeying your great commandment and disobeying your great commission along with other commandments. And help us to repent and help us to take you seriously. And Holy Father God, we do pray for millions who have been impacted and hurt by the coronavirus plague and the CDC is calling on people to wear masks again. <clears throat> and so, Holy Father God, we do pray that you would comfort the millions of families and individuals who have been hurt by the plague. We pray also, Lord, for a few by name. Lord, we pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Glenda Barton. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Ohio resident Craig Rice. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Chad Goslin. We also pray, Holy Father God, for Pastor Bushibi as we join him in thanking you for providing them with a land parcel. Please bless them with the resources they need to start a church uh, near the secondary school with, uh, with pro, uh, uh, secondary school, provide for the upcoming women and youth conferences as well. We pray, Lord, for Brother Ray Williams, that he would be the evangelist. You want him to be across India. And we pray for the salvation of the perishing souls in India. We pray, Lord, <coughs> for Ravi. Please bless him with the dona donations. He needs to make this, this Christmas event a success and give clothes, food, water, shoes, socks, and blankets to the poor, children in Pakistan and others. We pray for Brother Jensen. Please bless him with the Holy Spirit's mighty anointing with all spiritual, physical, soul blessings, divine intervention, protection, wisdom, connections, and wealth blessings. Bless him with anointings and gifts of your Holy Spirit's power of authority and fruits of the Holy Spirit. Help him to do your ministry mightily in Jesus Christ's name. Deliver him from all curses and satanic evil works. Protect him from the coronavirus plague and bless him with prosperity uh, and his own house in a blessed atmosphere. And Holy Father God, we pray now for all of the people who have gotten saved who have believed in you through the preaching of your holy gospel from this pulpit. We pray for the thousands who have done so, and we pray for a few by name here tonight. We pray for Michelle. We pray for D. We pray for Ellie. We pray for uh, DNL. We pray for Surya Day as well. And we pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. We pray for Kay Tabitha. We pray for John Bassey. We pray for Mary, and we pray for Sam, and we pray for Jismi as well. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you did not hear the gospel preached full, fully uh, earlier in the earlier service, uh, then hear this. Jesus Christ said the most loving, the most powerful, the most amazing, and the most important words ever said to mankind in the history of the world. He said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life, that is, in heaven. And so, dear friend, if you want to be saved from hell, from the power of your sins, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Put your faith in him. Call on his name. 
For the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Follow me in prayer if you want to be saved tonight. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I know I deserve to go to hell, but Jesus, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins and save my soul from hell and save my soul to heaven. As Lord Jesus Christ, I believe in you as you said in your word. I believe that you suffered, you bled, and you died on the cross for my sins. And that you paid my sin debt. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and to my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to change. And help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Congratulations, dear friend, if you prayed that prayer and believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. According to the word of God, according to the words of Jesus Christ, you are now saved if you pray that prayer with me and you believed in your heart in Jesus Christ. Go to gospellightsociety.com and uh, pick up your free book titled What to Do After I Enter Through the Door. Read it and it will give you the next steps that you need to help you to grow in the faith and be the Christian that God wants you to be. On that same site, gospellightsociety.com uh, on the, at the bottom, there are podcasts populating every day uh, that you can take advantage of and uh, listen to them and learn uh, about multiple subjects in theology and in the Bible, uh, nearly 50 different subjects, and uh, where you can uh, listen and grow and become strong in the faith. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, it's been a joy and a blessing to be with you tonight. Remember, pray without ceasing. If you are a child of God, if you're saved, pray without ceasing. Pray always. Read the word of God. Join us in reading three to five chapters a day in the year-long chronological Bible. If you want to go faster than that and hit the highlights, that is available to you as well. Very interesting format, uh, which I've never heard of in 43 years of ministry. If you like the highlights, if you don't watch the games and you like the highlights, the football highlights, the baseball highlights, the basketball highlights, then you might like this uh, chronological arrangement of the Holy Scriptures, uh, the highlights, and the highlights of the Bible. It's a it's an amazing ride. So that's available to you. Just go to bcnn1.com and you can see both tracks. Also remember the Marines motto, simplify, always faithful as a child of God. If you're saved, be always faithful to God and to Jesus Christ. And uh, remember what the Air Force Motto is Semper Supra. Those are my boys. Semper Supra. Always above. Keep your heart and mind on God and uh, on uh, maintain a heavenly mindset. Keep your mind on the Lord Jesus Christ. Keep your mind on God and He'll keep you in perfect peace. Don't Mess around with turkeys who cannot fly. Uh, don't get bogged down with turkey people. Okay? They can't fly. They can't soar. And God wants you to soar with the eagles. Always above. God bless you, dear friends. 
Until next time, as the music plays, Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow night, sometime. Pray for my strength in the Lord. If you can help us financially, please do so. We need your help.